0: Hello everybody, my name is Nasib Yusuf uh, from the Stoic Society podcast and today we're going to be talking about, um, you know, now you got the money, um, what's next, right? And, you know, before we get into kind of like the what's next aspect of it, um, there's a few things that I would like to mention first. And that the first one is um, kind of people who say that money is the root of all evil, right? And I think that is completely false. What I believe is that money isn't necessarily the root of all evil, but money brings you closer to who you necessarily really are, right? How many times have you seen, or I mean, I don't know if this has happened to you, but whenever you um, get money and you decide to kind of, you know, work on yourself, people say that, oh, you switched up, you changed. Or when people do get money, they end up kind of changing up and being... Um, you know kind of standoffish or they're not the cool person that you really thought they were like if they if when when you guys were at the same level and you guys didn't have the same amount of money as each other or you know um both of you were kind of in different positions in life but it was still kind of a similar issue going on um that both of you would have each other's backs however when this other person ended up getting a certain amount of money that puts him over you or puts that individual over you um then all of a sudden they decide that you know you're not worth their time right and that's happened to a lot of people because that's that's generally what happens um and what i have to say about that is it comes down to more of morality right it's it's more of a morality issue. Whenever people have low morals and they're not necessarily there for others, or they are there for others in the sense that they can use you and be able to gain off of you, um, it just comes down to morality. Um, and I understand why people do say that you know money is the root of all evil because that's what it looks like. But I say that it brings people um, to kind of it brings people closer to who they normally really are because if you see a lot of um a lot of the stuff that doesn't get highlighted right people who end up getting money there's a lot of them out there who end up just going out and buying stuff for their parents instead kind of saying as a as a thank you or you know kind gesture they'll buy them a house buy them a car buy them things that they would actually need you know um they would sit there and say oh you don't need to work anymore dad because i got this much amount of money coming in and you guys can live off of my paycheck now and you guys can live with me instead of me having to live with you or whatever that case may be right um and then you have people who will sit there and use that money to do good like opening up orphanages going and um teaching at schools about how to make money or or just i mean being motivational for the younger generation right people who end up opening up orphanages so that way they can um that way, these kids that are on the street, you know, they have a place to go to. They have, a, a um, you know, kind of like they're a community built up of their own or the people that go to these um, places in Africa and help build these wells. Right. People who donate to those causes. Um, yeah. People that will sit there and build companies. So that way it changes people's entire lives and everybody says that money is the root of all evil and like i said i don't believe that i think it just brings you closer to who you really are so you know a man without or a man with money but he doesn't have morals is not necessarily a man at all or any person in that matter right they're not necessarily truly human because they're not using it for the actual good for humankind basically and i'm not saying to sit there and just give your money away to um you know charities or all this other stuff um, that's that's up to you if you want to do that um but what it comes down to is like how are you using that money are you sitting there doing the same old habits Did you just make this giant circle um or are you sitting there and actually promoting good things with it and doing good things with it right that's and that's what it kind of comes down to really is just morals so you know you're let's say you have uh um Uh, let's just say you have a good job right pays you good money you're able to live um you know very well you have a comfortable lifestyle your home is well taken care of um kids are fed wife is happy um or husband is happy which whichever you prefer and um you know you have this kind of sense that okay like I mean, my life is good. What about other people? Well, I mean, you if, if that's how you really feel, then I mean, you could take that and go ahead and um, do whatever you want with, you know, your, your money. However, make sure that it is actually positive impacting you or impacting other people. Because if you're still sitting there, um, as soon as you get money, as soon as you get a better job, as soon as you get something that's good for you, and you decide to go back to your old habits that ended up breaking you down in the first place, things like going out drinking all the time and all this other stuff it's going to end up catching back up and you're going to get drowned in that, right? That's kind of how um, gambling addiction also happens because that's, I mean, that's directly rooted with money. Uh, The more money you win, the more that you end up wanting and then you keep going and going and going until, you know, you start losing and then you're sitting there, okay, well, um, I'm not going to lose on this next one. I'm not going to lose on this next one. I'm not this one, not this one, not this one until you're in debt and, you know, you can't even go a day without thinking about going gambling because of how easy it was to to get that and that's another thing fast money is very very dangerous because it's not going to be around all the time it's going to end up going like that just as fast as you got it um money that you sit there and actually work hard for build something off of that stuff is going to be around because that's actually hard work that's that's money that will consistently be there for you because i mean you worked hard to get it and you know the value of that money so that's why you're not going to sit there and just spend it frivolously on things that you don't need unless you have some sort of surplus you know then that's different that's 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 like okay cool i mean yeah then you can go buy whatever the hell you want or donate it to whoever you want whatever the case may be so whenever it comes down to doing what's next with your money um hopefully it's something smart right let's say uh you know, you saved up enough to um, go ahead and invest in businesses now, right? Let's say over the course of five years, you ended up saving—I don't know—we'll say we'll say thirty thousand, right? Thirty thousand in five years—that's pretty doable. Um, and instead of going there and using that to buy a car or down payment on a home, even though those things would be great, you ended up giving that money to um, start up businesses. And saying here this is or you'll give them like a certain amount right this is how much i'm gonna give you and this is how much i end up wanting back whenever your company gets big again right and i mean that's how investors do it it's pretty much just investing um but that's how investors do it outside of the stock market they'll sit there and invest in a company with um kind of their products hands-on and see how all that ties in right so i used to work for a uh a company in um, Sassoon, and what they did was they would do furniture and the way that they ended up getting their money wasn't by the products that they necessarily sold but i mean that, that was obviously a part of it however um, one of the main ways was by investors and people coming in to actually see how the facility was ran right so we would have, I mean, it it was pretty pretty frequent. We would have people come in and they would kind of see how everything is going, how this, the 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 assembly floor looks, how everything is running, is everything operating correctly, etc. You know, so it just comes down to, um, and all these guys are like pretty pretty rich. They're they're already up there. They don't need other people to um, sit there and basically judge them on what they do, right? And I mean, they've, I'm pretty sure that company has gotten pretty big by now. Um, cause it's been pretty much a year since I've left that job. But yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was a pretty sweet, sweet company. Um, but I don't know, hopefully, hopefully they end up, you know, getting somewhere. I don't prey on anybody's downfall. Um, but that's something that you can do. That's kind of like a next step. Or if you want to, I mean, you could sit there and buy investment properties. Um, stocks etfs bonds trades things like that and really just it, it there's a whole lot that you can do after you save up a certain amount or get to a certain amount that it just makes things a whole lot easier right and then if you even start saving or if you have a uh, uh account in like trust funds or if you have a um a roth ira um things that give you back a good amount of percentage over time right and you put in a set set amount of your paychecks in there. You can take that money and basically go ahead and buy out either um, you could either buy out like small businesses that are kind of starting up and kind of expand on that, and of course give those people who ended up starting that business a portion of that business so they're not broke. You know what I mean? You don't want to sit there and make people broke if you choose to do that. Or you could you know buy properties that you can end up flipping and selling for even more it's it's really up to you um yeah I mean there isn't a whole lot that you can do after a certain point right because it just really depends on who you are as an individual and what you want a lot of these millionaires and I mean billionaires even they're sitting there donating out their money kind of left and right because it ends up becoming like a tax return And um, for me personally, I just donate because I'd like to donate, you know, and granted, like, like, I'll obviously put that on my taxes that I did donate. And of course, that would end up becoming a tax return. However, I'm not worried about it. um, Or I'm not necessarily sitting there like I'd actually probably feel bad just doing it as a tax return. However, you still have to declare it, right? So yeah i if i had a choice i'd sit there and just be like no like i don't want to declare this this money this money is for um building this orphanage or building this well over here or even even just being a a kind and generous person because me i'm I'm, i don't need a whole lot right if i have like a decent house and i have a uh, kind of like a garage for my cars because that's the only thing that i might be spending money on would be cars and it's probably not even a lot compared to what most of these people who um, have money in the millions have, right? Um, yeah, that's probably that's probably it. As long as I get to live comfortable, man, that's that's all I'm necessarily worried about, you know. And everybody has their own taste, right? I'm not gonna be real like like I'm not gonna judge people based on what they necessarily buy. i I judge people based on what they present me of themselves, right? If they're sitting there and they are flaunting their money all the time or whatever money that they did have, and I know for a fact that they don't have a whole lot, right? If they're just sitting there buying Gucci, buying Prada, buying all this name brands because they want people to see that they are, you know, in style or that they have expensive taste. Um those aren't necessarily the kind of people that I want to be around. Cause I may dress like very showy or high-end however the things that i have are like old like they're 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 pretty old like a lot of the decent like clothings that i have they're thrifted i'll be honest with you but it's because you can find very nice but old items that you can use as something to look good in right um there's yeah like like I said, I mean, I'm not gonna necessarily judge you on, you know, what you ch- what you necessarily choose to buy. But if you're sitting there and consistently choosing to buy like all these designer brands, yet you have issues going on that money can be, you know, used and it would be dealt with in a flash. Like if you have um, a family member who has a medical issue and I know about it. Right. And I'm like, yo, you could have just use that to help, like, save your save a family member. I mean, even if you don't necessarily know them. Right. Then that's then I just see that as something like, OK, you know, I'm going to stay away from you because if I needed help, you're not going to be there for me. And it shows in what you buy. It shows in how you act and it shows in um, the fact that you have, you know, some sort of family members, some sort of issue going on with between family or even between friends that you don't want to sit there and, and help them and that's 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 kind of how I, I base it on. And other people will base it on the way that they want. I don't care. Um but that's that's just how I do it. And because morals and tradition have high like those are extremely high values to me because they're not necessarily seen especially in the western world they're not a they're not seen a whole lot everybody's out there trying to be like everybody else and when you have someone that's sitting there doing things differently people will say things that are extremely negative towards them that will end up bringing them down either in spirit or causing massive groups of people to come and attack that one individual i mean i've had that happen to me um once ever pretty much but i had you know um a small backing of muslim people and the muslim community come up and say hey like you know that's this person is you know a decent dude like let's not he he hasn't done anything wrong you know he's saying what he feels and that's a lot better than what you guys are doing which is following all these people and that's just because i'm on different spaces of the internet and um yeah, like I've had uh, Instagram, you know, shutting me down for a little bit. Um, I think my my ratings dropped like 197 percent. And it's just because everybody wants to be the same. And whenever you bring up intelligent points and try and teach them certain ways, they get extremely defensive and that they just they don't like, you know, when other people make good points, if it goes against what they believe. And um Yeah, that's why I hold tradition and morals and value extremely, extremely close. And that's how you can defer once you reach like a certain point in your life where you have a good amount of money to where you can kind of see all these people and hang around these people who have, you know, money. Right, and I'm—I don't mean like NFL stars or like NBA stars or whatnot. There's people out there that aren't even famous that have a lot of money, and they go on like vacations and holidays all the time. And you might run into them if you just go ahead and take a vacation of your own. You know, best way to sit there and see who is good for you and who isn't is to see their morals and their traditions. What they would do if. Um, you know, just give them a bunch of like, what if scenarios and whatnot, just keep it interesting. If you ever do come across these people and you'll find out real quickly that if certain morals of theirs aren't aligning with yours, cut them out. You don't need them. And I mean, that even applies to if you're just starting, if you're sitting there, um, wondering, okay, how do I know that this individual is a good match? For me, if I want to get ahead, well, what what are you guys' morals, right? It might be, I mean, it, it, it might align really well, but both of you guys have different lifestyles. I mean, your lifestyles can't necessarily dictate a, a whole lot, right? Um, But if you guys have two different lifestyles, however, your morals are pretty similar and you guys have similar goals and ambitions, then, you know, that's that's fine. But if there's only one of you acting out on those ambitions and on those goals and actually trying to make it, um, then I suggest, you know, and if that person happens to be you, then to simply, you know, just be like, yo, this is what I'm doing. This was the dream for the both of us. And if you're not with it, then I mean, I'm going to have to, you know drop you as a friend, because I don't want to necessarily be hold back. And I know people are going to take offense to that. I've had to do that multiple times already. And um, it's it's a little lonely. However, I'm glad with the small friend group that I have now. And that's that's pretty much all I could really, really ask for really, is just people who have actual value around me. And um, that will also end up boosting your value a lot more than you think having a big group of people around you is great however when it comes down to um if their morality is high or if they have some value to them right and a lot of times people who are in giant big groups their value is very little however that value sort of increases because they're in a big group but if you can have at least five individuals with you and um All of you guys are high-performing, high-output, high-working, right? And you guys show it in the way that you walk, talk, dress, and meet and greet people. I mean, that puts you leagues above people who have 20 people in one group, and they all are just hanging out, doing whatever, you know? It's really like – that's and that's what it comes down to is just who is – you just who is right for you not everyone's going to be right for you and you're not going to be right for everybody as well you know so trying to force people to get to like you because um because that's what you want because you feel lonely is 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 a negative is, is a negative thing to do to yourself you know that's just sacrificing what you can be for what you kind of want right now instead of what needs to get done um you know money will also come and go if you know how to make it correctly money will come and go if you know how to make it correctly however the thing that you won't get back is is time time is not something that you're going to get back so i suggest sitting there and taking time out of your day to be able to identify those who are actually there for you and who are not because it's going to set you up for um things in the future and you know, really sit down and talk with your friend group. If you have a big friend group right now, like, where do you guys see yourselves? What do you guys want to do? Who do you guys want to, you know, kind of become? Who do you look up to, even? And um, kind of go from there. And if you identify people that you don't necessarily like, your morals or your values don't necessarily align, um, you know, you can cut it off with them. Or if you want to, you can cut it off with all of them, so that way you're not jeopardizing the health of everybody because you know like you might have uh in a friend group of 10 you might have you might your values might align with uh four of them right so you plus those other four make up half that group already and the other five are you know your values don't necessarily align and just for the sake of making sure that these people are you know going to be cool and if those nine want to hang out and still be friends you know then you might have to single yourself out for a little bit um to pursue the things that you want and that's highly prevalent in in things like sports right you might have uh uh, like we'll look at um boxing for instance because that's that's pretty much the world's loneliest sport um you're sitting there training every day for you know, however long you can, and then you're sitting there, um, and then you'll you'll have friends who may not necessarily understand boxing like you do, who may not necessarily care about boxing like you do. However, um, you know, they're they're still inspired by seeing you go out and train and fight, right? You guys might not necessarily do boxing or like view boxing in the same way. However, both of you, both of you will sit there and be like, yeah, you know, this is why I like it. This is why I like it. And, I mean, you guys could still be friends. However, you're not necessarily going to be able to do all of the activities that they do because you'd be focused on training if you want to make it in the big leagues in doing boxing, right? And because of that, it might end up pitting you against the rest of that group just because you have a few in that group that agree with you that, you know, want to see you, Succeed, right? They're not necessarily hating on you. Everybody else in that group might not necessarily think the same way. So, in order to protect yourself a little bit and not jeopardize um, other people from having a good time, you might have to single yourself out and just keep going until you find um, kind of like your success. Uh, it's 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 a little bit of a of a difficult you know process, a little bit of a difficult thing to grasp. However. Once you get down and once you get the hang of it, it, it I assure you it's going to be – it's extremely, extremely easy to kind of um, – Not, nah, never mind. Let me rephrase that. It's not necessarily easy. I would say it becomes less of a burden because there are going to be days where you're going to sit there and be like, damn, I wish I had people right now. I mean I do that right now, and um, I've been training and doing all this other stuff. For the past like two years you know built up my Instagram to a good amount and I'm trying to build up YouTube to a good amount now and I just started and for like the past two years I've just been sitting there grinding and learning and I've had to have I've had people come in and out extremely quick I'm talking about only a few months and they were already gone and it's just because I want to sit there and um, work and do the things that I need to do to get to the next level and um, the one thing that I've always been able to do is be hard headed enough to just sit there and continuously keep going until I got it. And I didn't want that to ever go away. So, and, and I wouldn't want that to go away for anybody else as well, because I feel like being hard headed in the things that you want is, is like one of the most important things that you can have, as I mean, just even a skill. If you're constantly getting hit down by other people, right? And you want to see yourself succeed and grow. And you're constantly being held down, held back. People are trying to sit there and say that you're not going to make it. Um, and I feel like that should just feel you even more to to make it. And that's what, that's what it did for me, was that all these people sat there and said that I couldn't do it. But it's like, look at me now, you know? I may not necessarily be where I want to be. I may not necessarily be, you know crazy, crazy leaps and bounds ahead. However, I'm getting ahead and I'd rather take a slow start and a miraculous finish over trying to hustle it out at the end instead of, you know, going through it and going through all the difficulties in the beginning. It's, it's really just that simple, you know, and granted, you know, money, money will kind of be a tool to help you get there. And people don't necessarily view it as a tool. So if you sit there and view it as a tool, as something to help you grow, help you promote your products if you have a business, help you sit there and buy the equipment that you need to end up running a YouTube setup, right? Or if you want to um, sit there and buy properties and things like that, money is a tool. It will help you. But you gotta know, you gotta just know how to how to use it and leverage it instead of sitting there wasting it all the time. And I mean, I'm also guilty of it as well. I'm not, you know, singling myself out. So there will be some days where I don't necessarily need something, but I want it, so I end up going out and getting it. Right? That's and that happens. That necessarily happens. But if you can, if you can control it and have something set out already, where you won't necessarily need to worry about, oh, you know. I want, kind of want this today instead of this, so I'm just going to go ahead and buy it. Um, then you're never going to make it if you just keep sitting there saying, I want this, that, this, that, this, that. And you're spending like half your paycheck in half a week. And now you got to wait until your next paycheck to be able to do anything. And you're just sitting there, oh, I'll thug it out. I'll do this, I'll do that. Next thing you know, you're having to borrow money from somebody because you ended up not budgeting correctly. And, you know, like, I mean, it's happened to me. I'm not singling myself out on this at all. It's happened to me before. And it's difficult. I will say that. It's difficult, 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 difficult. However, one thing that you can learn from it and the one thing that you can, like, kind of gain from that is, yeah, let me sit there and budget this out real quick so that way I don't run out of money. Very important. I'll be honest with you. Alrighty. Um, I feel like that's everything pretty much. Yeah. Don't necessarily have any notes anymore because I don't necessarily need them. I just go right off the top of my head. I feel like it's a lot more natural that way. I want this to be more conversation based instead of just sitting there spewing a lot of information. You know, I want to tie in personal experiences and things like that. Make it feel like it's a it's a home, pretty much. Um, with that being said, uh, my name is Asif Yusuf. This is the Stoic Society podcast, and um, please follow us on instagram and subscribe to youtube um the instagram is at stoic society podcast and then my personal instagram is at half dot heart underscore hero uh have a wonderful um evening morning night whatever it may be for you and i'll see you all in the next one bye